I tried to gulp as loudly as possible, but I ran out of water. <clears throat> okay, and on that note, welcome to season two of Talking to the Walls. Um, I've decided that I realized that my podcast is essentially uh, just um, like a radio station, but of my life. And uh, you can just tune in to hear my thoughts and feelings about whatever aspect. And also, there's going to be guest stars this season because I already asked one of my friends and they said yes. So uh, look out, my four listeners. Um, we're going we're gonna to hear some more voices and that I, I think that's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting for me to, to, to have to like curate an experience because once someone else is involved, I feel like I have to like put a little bit more effort in in the sense that like i can't just sit in a a space and and talk and like deliberate on what i want to say for like 15 minutes and then just like record it because like someone else is involved but um yeah maybe that's something to unpack about my like i don't know lack of ability to do things for just me anyway i was also going to make this low-key asmr because uh i am in a quarantine hotel um because i tested posi for covid not to make light of a serious situation because like we are still living in a global pandemic and i am blessed enough to have had the opportunity to um get the vaccine even though i still have my own personal medical trepidations um i'm grateful that the symptoms are not worse than uh what i am experiencing so yes thanks gratitude all that i'm moving my microphone because there is a crisper sound when i do this and i'm opening up my salad now and narration is strange at first i remember when my friend was narrating when she was like getting something from her car in front of me and uh i was like oh interesting i didn't expect you to tell me like she she was telling me exactly she's like i'm just gonna do this and then this and this. like i'm just gonna reach out under you i'm grabbing this and then i'm yeah so this is cool but it's because she uh, works at like a hospital ward and um lots of patients can be skittish and like yeah she 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 does work in the psych wards too like helping respond to codes and take care of folks um it's caesar dressing and i'm excited and my friend slash yeah my friend she's always saying like oh you can put this in your podcast or um because it's been a really long time since i've like done this and otherwise i'll just like what's it called send long audio notes with my narration of myself and essentially i think that's what my podcast is you know like it's just a narration of my life and i have the power to like allow other people in on like i don't know talking on their yeah speaking their piece about whatever they want to share about because it's not like my podcast is themed or like intended for things other than like my own enjoyment and uh releasing what i have inside my brain because like like well and eating just like that sound just brought up so many things because i remember when i was small my mom would always be like i'll chew with your mouth closed say excuse me after you burp 
is the polite thing to do. And then, like, I remember reading this book. And it's like, magic school bus goes to China. And I learned, like, traditions about China through the magic school bus. Like how it's polite to eat really loudly, like slurp your soup, to communicate that, like, it's good. And I think it's just interesting, the cultural differences, you know? Like, huh, I'm a little bit of mold. Oh, well. I don't think it was mold. It was just, like, a darker spot on the lettuce. But, um, yeah. Anyway. Oh, this is good. It's just interesting because, like, I realize. Okay. So the other day, one of my friends, comrades, community members, I don't know what to call people, someone I know, um, invited me to question for myself and figure out, like, what safe, what a safe space looks like for me. That's so why I've been thinking about that one, you know, like, pondering really trying to like find an answer to this very valid question and the answer is like i don't know because from very early on like my own home has never been a safe space for me like Parents are always yelling at each other, verbally abusive. It's okay to say these things out loud. Because it doesn't take away any of the good things either. But, like, it's alright to acknowledge <laughs> places in which harm has happened. And, like, yeah, being told that uh, it was a mistake to be adopted. And, like, adopting you was the biggest mistake of my life. Like, that, that's verbal abuse. Um, But... Um, darn, where was I going? Yeah, so, like, I found comfort and safety in, like, institutions and establishments, which is why I was one of those kids who would, like, accidentally call their teacher mom. <laughs> That's just interesting, you know? Because, like, what is motherhood? Is it the person who clothes you and feeds you or tries to pour love and teach you what they can like how to take care of yourself how to take care of others mother means something different to everybody i'm like that's why i have so much trouble when it comes to like my relationship with mine And I don't know where I was going with this. I should pause and re-listen and pick back up. But 
shit going good. Okay, I'm gonna pause. I'll be back. Okay, and on that, I'm back. I've returned. I have remembered what I was trying to figure out. I was trying to figure out what safe spaces look like for me. And I had had an epiphany about um, the reason why it was hard for me to, like, I guess, feel like safe, like home was safe was because um, when I was younger, I was closer to my mom because she was the one that spent the most time with us and she was the one who I guess most resembled us I don't know I say us because my sister was also there but like me because like my relationship with our mom is much different than my siblings relationship with my mom um that's why when we say our mom we think of like same woman different experiences because I was like the golden child but anyway um I, okay, so here's the thing, we, like, I didn't, when I was young, my dad never really talked about money with us, and even when I got older, he still didn't really talk about money with us, so I never really understood what our socioeconomic status was, and, um, I mean, in fifth grade, my dad lost his job, and our internet cut out for, like, a couple months, and so did our phone, but then he found a job at a credit union that he really enjoyed and he ended up staying there for like 11 years before they liquidated but um yeah so essentially our socioeconomic status was not as high as i thought it was only because uh, i don't know i had no concept of it but um anyway my mom refused to give us money for like the school store because she thought that it was silly for us to do it but i realized that that was the school's way of having us learn the concept of like buying things and capitalism and consumerism and so uh i ended up taking like money from my mom's purse and i also may have allegedly done some minor shoplifting when i was a child and i one night i just like i couldn't i couldn't live with myself i i had no idea like how to live with this guilt because um you know at this time uh i was also going to Hebrew school because i was like 11 10, 10, 11, however old you are in fifth grade, because that's what happened. And uh, so I woke my mom up because I just like one night I just couldn't sleep. I was like, I'm a terrible person. I'm a terrible person. I, 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 I'm, I'm awful. So I like woke her up sobbing and I'm like, you have to promise me you won't tell dad. Cause like, yeah, in our household, they raised us like a boomer parents. So like our dad was the one who, cause, okay. So I like bullied my sister growing up. And so my dad was the one who like stuck up for, for, for them and uh so our relationship wasn't always the best either because he saw that i was like a bully because he was the younger kid and my and he had an older brother and so yeah anyway i was afraid of my dad there was part of me that was afraid of him and so i didn't want him to know and then so i made my mom promise that she wouldn't tell my dad and then i told her i was like i'm so sorry i did this i won't do it again it'll never happen again i'm so sorry and um I forgot how long later, but I remember the next time, like, my dad, like, had a, he had something snarky to say to me, and he was like, oh, next time you steal money, I bet it's gonna be from the box, because that's where he, like, kept his money, and I was just like, because <gasps> in that moment, not only did I see the distrust, and, like, like, I felt him, the, like, I realized that he didn't trust me, 
and I stopped trusting my mother and everything kind of just like from then on I think that was when home stopped feeling safe because I was like oh I can't trust my mom my dad doesn't trust me and I can't trust my dad and like I think I saw my sister's like competition instead of a friend even though they like just wanted to love me but I like hated myself because like puberty happened and then I like hated the, how the world saw me because like yo I was like 15 and we were like going to Disney World and like some creepy old man on the flight was like, yeah, you don't look 15, but he was not looking at me. He was looking at my titties that were growing in. And I was just like, what the fuck? I'm 15. This is illegal. And, like, I just hated wearing bras because they were so restrictive. Because, like, I, I don't like that feeling of, like, having to, like, contain them. I don't like the feeling of things moving on my chest. And I don't like, the fi- like, knowing how I'm clocked or sexualized. And, like, yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, see, like, everything kind of just makes sense now. In the sense that, like, looking back, things make more sense. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I hated when my mom took pictures of us. But that was also partially the whole transracial adoption thing, too. Because, like, the world's always been staring at me, you know? And I just, for one reason or not, like, for whatever reasons, it's, 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 <sighs> yeah. And then, like, trying to make sense of it all without, like, knowing what and how to do that. Like, TikTok is beautiful because I think kids are realizing earlier on now. I realized that it was just like an unwarranted crunch. But, yeah. So, um, that was a story of how I always just assumed that people would, like, yeah, like, what, what is trust? Don't know her. But, like, I mean, I trust, I trust my mom for certain things now, like, enough time has gone by, but, like, it's interesting to see how those, that specific dynamic, and anyone engaged in that dynamic, like, will still throw me back to that kind of sense. That along with the, like, following, like, 50. 13 13 years of like life experience and stuff so because like i was also part of like group friends like friend groups that like inevitably fell apart or rather i never like had a friend group with like okay so the reason I'm, I'm pausing with that one is that i'm like looking back and i'm realizing that some friend groups don't fall apart like there's a group of people who are like all friends from camp because they like all grew up together so they're kind of like childhood friends and i was like part of them for like three years but i wasn't like as part of them In the same way that like they all are with each other, and then like I have like friends here and there throughout like my life. Like I have people that I still talk to, from middle school, but not like regularly or often. But I can.
like the people that introduced me to the world and the things that are out there were not my parents it was everybody else you know and it's so interesting to like think about how that shapes my understanding and my relationship with all these other entities I just went on, on an internal tangent in my head about how and why I foster, like I form and foster, like really like close friendships with my like supervisors in works workspace settings, like without fail at every job that I've worked. I mean, not every, every job, but every job that I worked long-term under somebody. We formed, like, a closer relationship in the sense that, like, they understood me and I understood them. Like my first... Oh, no. My first job like my first full-time job in college and i've probably had an episode about this but i'll do it again like my manager stacy shout out to you bitch yas i still remember our interview it was so funny like i will forever to this day always be like yeah my first interview was kind of like my she was like so tell me about yourself. And my first reaction was, what do you want to know? She was like, whatever you want to tell me. I was like, uh, I was president of this club and this club. I did this and this and this in, college, uh, in high school. And now I'm doing this and this. And uh, also I was like adopted from China. And uh, yeah, no cohesion in like, I don't know, that part. But it didn't stop me. I got the job. Man, I should have saved these, but it's so good. I might order snack, like order snackage, but we'll see. I ordered my friend a Christmas present. Master. 
I still have some salad in there to tide me over at like 4 p.m. Because they don't deliver dinner to like 6.37. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I've always had like close friendships with my supervisors because I gravitate towards authority figures because they're very clear and direct with what they want from me and then I will do everything that I can to go above and beyond because that's what I, I craved as a oh what's it called a kid and never got because like my parents didn't know how to discipline me because they didn't know how to discipline themselves or like I they did the best they could I always tell myself that and Rachel's like no they didn't and I'm like you're kind of right but even if they didn't do the best that they could, they did what they could. Like, they did what they t- could, they did what they did, and there's no time like the present moment, and what am I doing in the present moment to do better and learn from these things? Try and understand and make sense of and unlearn all of the stuff that I, like, have programmed, and I think that also includes, like, distrust and... um. Yeah, like, not trusting myself either. Like, I think they taught me not to trust myself because I don't think they were very confident people either. Like, they were incredibly not confident folks. So it's kind of like, how do I learn something that I never saw modeled? I guess I can learn it from other folks along the way. And that is that is definitely something that I picked up. Like, Stacey definitely taught me, like, self-confidence in the sense that, like, she never lets anyone call her anything but Stacy, and um, she's very like set in her beliefs and her belief system, and she's unmovable. Like she won't get peer pressured into anything, and I really admire her for that. And that's what she helped teach me. You know, she also uh, instilled very good work ethic, um, in the sense that like, I guess, yeah. Yeah, she was a good. She was a good manager. She's a good boss. Well, she's a good friend. Love you, Stacy. Maybe I'll send this to you and be like, "Look, I talk about you on my podcast again." Because I I have thanked her profusely for this. Because like, oh, she's wonderful. Pu- wonderful. I was gonna say person and then human being and I compute. She per Anyway, she's the reason I got to see LA. I met her wonderful family, who is also incredibly wonderful. Yeah. And, um, it's just interesting that people we, like, meet along our way, along the way, and then we unpack, like, why and how and what we learn, and I don't know, knowing people, knowing wonderful people exist is really affirming, and I mean, like, that's not to say that they, that they were perfect either, like, there were... Uh, I'll, I'll like pause because I was like, oh, no. Um, but yeah. Um, what what next? I think I want to see. I guess. Oh, I rub my eye real hard. I have like contacts in because I'm tired of getting pimples from. What's it called? Glasses. I hope I didn't move my contact. I think I can still see. Okay. 
Um, you can record for up to 30 minutes in your web browser. Yo, yo. Yeah, I'm at 16 minutes on this little soundbite. But, uh, yeah. Um, this was just fun, fun reflection time. So, my other boss was at Next Level Burger and then Milk Bar. And she definitely helped provide a lot of insight into, like, life and grander schemes of things. And, like, she never made me feel judged. I mean, LOL. There was just one time that she sent me home because I was zooted. And then she was like, next time you do it, I'll have to fire you. But she didn't, like, give me a write-up or anything. She just gave me a verbal, which was really, really nice. Because, like, she saw – she understood the kind of worker I was. And I was like, <laughs> And, like, for a little bit, I had, like, some beef. But then after that, I respected her for, like, you know, Yeah. Holding it down, and uh, that was a good friendship. Helped me t- help teach me things too, like taking care of yourself and providing. And also, I think uh, grand scheme things, like big picture and perspective, I suppose. And uh, like something that'll always stick with me about her in that relationship is that I remember how she talked about how her mother raised her in the sense that she always from a young age like was taught the transactional value of like doing chores and earning earning things like earning and um that was an interesting lesson from that mentor um yeah, it's just weird, too, because, like, I have less of a qualm just talking about my life freely. Like, okay, so yesterday, two days ago, two days ago, I got to meet this awesome rabbi, and uh, she had us do a breakout room, and she said, oh, I forgot what term she used, but it was basically just, like, active speaking in the sense that, like, you can just free talk and the other person is just listening like no interruptions just like go and that's what my podcast is <laughs> but for me and whoever wants to tune in but mostly for me and uh i just think that's uh really interesting to be like i guess to be able to follow that one stream of thought and then unpack the things about myself that i wanted to in the same like period of time and space because my sister was like oh do you not actively think about things when you're passively doing like because they told me to actively passively do something and i was like what like they were like actively do yeah and i was like that sounds like an oxymoron and they were like when you're doing something are you not thinking about anything else other than what you're doing and i'm like oh no like i do that like i have thoughts in my head (laughs) sometimes i don't but like i do for too much of it like and i can go on those tangents is the thing like i can but i don't necessarily always want to and then there's some things that like i guess are harder to go on tangents about in my brain space but um that's just all to say i'm excited for season two and 
I think season two will probably just replace the therapy because my therapist said that she'd get back to me and she hasn't. And I don't want to be like, hi. But also, like, I totally could. But, like, I don't pay for my services. So I'm like, if she's not talking to me, I'm sure there's someone else who needs her services more than I do in the sense that, like, not that my need is important, but, like, we didn't really do things. I mean, she tried to hold me accountable, but there's only so much accountability that someone virtually over screen can hold. And honestly, I really just want to learn how to hold myself accountable. Like, I don't want anyone else to do it for me. I need to learn it myself. It's self-discipline. So I guess on Sundays, I will also be recording my podcast because it's the 19th and there was supposed to be a concert today and now there's not because there's covid which makes a lot of sense and like part of me wants to like not leave closed spaces for a while and work from home indefinitely but i don't i don't know also i don't know how loud i'm talking i just took off one of the sides of the headphones and i was like oh man because i'm in like the quarantine program hotel thing anyway learning to trust myself one step at a time learning to trust the universe learning to trust period (laughs) and now learning how to process my emotions and allow myself to process these emotions and also ground myself through activities like meditation because meditation really helps you can like think of all the okay so a theme lately has been eyes and it's like really cool and also very weird how like some things just line up and also other things are really really cool too but they're just like things that i have to like process through other means like creativity like creativity wonderful i love it and on that note i think i'm gonna go do something creative but um yeah thanks for listening maybe i'll make my blog like a photo journal blog place because i can take pictures of stuff and then write about them okay i'm good now i promise thank you for listening and buckle up for what i hope will be a really great season two Woo. okay on that note i take it back i redact this is not season two this is like an interlude because i want season two to start with 2022 so this is just like bonus content from season one Okay. Thanks. I hope you're well. Hit me up. Tell me what you think, please. I need some kind of engagement. It can't just be Gladys. I don't even know if Gladys listens to this anymore. I haven't heard from her in a long time. I hope she's okay. And um, yeah, shout out to my homies in the garage gang, gang, gang. We got to make that a gym. I really want to start working out. I started working out when I was here. So uh, yeah, let's keep the momentum. All right. Bye.